again, coach always talks about playoff caliber, and that's the the team we want to be. Um, whatever it takes to get into the playoffs, to give your chance, give you give yourself a chance to win the whole thing. And again, you can't win the Super Bowl without making the playoffs. The easiest way to get into the playoffs um, is winning your division. You know, and, and we got to, like I said, continue to find ways to to stack these weeks. And, and again, every every week is a one game season that we got to look at it that way and uh, find ways to win football games uh, here going forward. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday morning, Black Friday here, a football Friday, week 12 of the NFL. We'll start rolling through these games now. The leftovers after three primetime games, or kind of like primetime games, on a Thanksgiving day. Uh, Michael Felder will join us next hour on a big weekend in college football, including Michigan, Ohio State. We'll do some basketball later, and we'll find out where uh, where Joe O and Paul are going to be for their contest picks later on in the show. I think one is already in from yesterday. So that's all coming up as we go throughout the show. But, Aaron, we kind of touched on the AFC East a little bit there, our last segment, because the Bills mm-hmm. win last night. So it resets the odds in this division as we look forward to the Patriots game on today. So right now the Buffalo Bills minus 200 to win the AFC East. The Patriots plus 150. Uh, the Bills' odds to win this conference, to win the AFC, also jumped last night. They're at now plus 380. It's Chiefs plus 330, Bills plus 380, Ravens 550, and then there's the Pats plus 650, and the Tennessee Titans plus 750, which sets up a, a big game, Aaron, on Sunday with a pretty big number. I know we talked about it earlier in the week, but I'm still just so surprised at how significant the spread is in the Patriots Titans game it is six and a half points that the Patriots are six and a half point favorites over the Tennessee Titans a total on the game of 43 and a half uh, I'll say this we, we've been um, I feel like we've been cursed by saying this the last couple of weeks I like this in a teaser spot I like teasing the Patriots down from six and a half to basically a you know a, a pick them you know half point yeah. I, I think the Patriots are going to win this game I like where they're at right now and, and the way they're playing. They have extra rest heading to the game. But that's a lot of points. Six and a half points feels like a lot for two teams that I don't think are that dissimilar. Yeah, and I get it. The Patriots have won, what, five in a row now? I mean, yep. they're rolling. But that's I, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. Um, I, I don't think they're going to win by that much. I don't think they're that good. Um, but maybe – I. The Titans have just been an interesting team. I can't really put my finger on what we're going to get from them this week. Um, I have not bet on this game, but uh, I like your idea of putting them in a teaser because that way you're not sweating this out with New England needing to win by that many points. Yeah, and the under feels like the right play, too. It's a small number. I mean, this is dropped. I think it opened at 46, 45-ish, and now we're down to 43-and-a-half. The Titans have a lot of injuries. Again, the wide receiver spot is banged up. This is this is a bad spot for Tennessee. I mean, I I guess that's it. Why, you know, the Patriots are favored by so much is how are the Titans going to score? I mean, that is the question, right? Um, all the injuries, it doesn't look good for them. So I, I don't really know which way this is going to go. So I just looked on FanDuel. You said it's how are the Titans going to score? Aaron, do you know what the team total is for the Titans on Sunday? It's 17 and a half. That's, I mean, that's Lions territory. That That's some of the worst offense in the league. Like you, when we, when we usually break these down and we look at the team total or however we're going to take it, 
you know, we've seen the Giants in that territory. The Bears have been in that territory. The Lions, some of the worst offenses. That is a low number for Tennessee. Wow. I know. It's so disappointing. You know, the loss of Derrick Henry, how big that was for them, you know, mentally for this team to see, you know, what's happened. I mean, they were, they looked so good. Everyone was so high on this Titans team. I lost some money on them. So I don't really want to touch this game, to be honest. I need a little break. Um, but yeah, they were they were playing so well, and the loss of Derrick Henry is just huge for them. Yeah, and really, this is um, this is two teams going in the opposite direction. The Patriots defense has been incredible on third downs. The last, I think it's three or four weeks, they're allowing 18% third down conversions. I mean, that's that's historically good. And the Titans can't get, you know, they can't sustain drives without Henry and without their wide receivers. I like the Patriots. I would tease it down to be safe. I like the under in the game. And this feels to me like, I, mean, I could see this game being 20 to 14, 21 to 17. Like, this is going to be a lower scoring game. Uh, that under. So Maybe it'll be number. six for the Titans, like we saw with the Saints last Maybe. Night. I hope not. I hope not. So I want to throw this note in because it's it's pretty cool the, 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 the week we're watching here. You know, I think a few weeks ago we we're like, oh, all these games are terrible. There's no good games. All these teams stink. Do you know this is the first time in this late in the season we've had we have nine games this week. Two happened yesterday already, but nine games this week in which one team is at least both teams are at least five hundred or above. So there's a lot of good games on the slate this week. This obviously is is one of those games. That that's pretty cool for this time of year. It usually doesn't happen like this. Yeah, th- I just think this is the toughest week for me. You know, to handicap. It's so many close spreads. Um, and it's just wild the way things have been going, you know, uh, unpredictable things are happening. We take a deep dive on this show and try to predict, you know, how things are going to go. And there's always a couple games that we just swing and miss on. <laughs> we think it's going to go a certain way and nope, we get surprised. It goes the opposite. Well, the game we just mentioned has two teams above 500 and yet it is, is by far the biggest your biggest spread left on the board. Spread. I mean, it's six. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at the other spreads and we'll go through some, all of them throughout the show here today. They are but very I'm, tight. I mean, yeah. Uh, Bengals Steelers is at four. Uh, Giants Eagles, three and a half. Everything else I yeah. think is within a field goal. It's, it's yes. pretty incredible, including the next game we want to touch on here. AFC West, the chargers at the Broncos on Sunday, chargers favored by two and a half total on the game is 47 and a half. Now, with the Raiders' win yesterday, it does tighten things up a little bit in the a- in the AFC West. I mean, there really is in that division no truly bad team. The Raiders moved to six and five yesterday with their win, and you look at that that division right now. The odds on a Chiefs minus one forty five, Chargers plus one sixty five, Raiders fifteen to one, Broncos seventeen to one. They're all obviously live for the playoffs because they're all you know at least five hundred here. I like the Chargers in this spot, Aaron, on Sunday. I feel like the Chargers are about to to take off a little bit here. But I do think this this total is a little low. I, I think this is a shootout. The total is 47.5. The Chargers offense, we know how good they could be. And the Broncos have some good skill players. Most of these guys are back healthy now. And that Chargers defense has not impressed me for a few weeks now. I, I think this game gets into the 50s. Yeah, Chargers number 32 run defense. Um, So that's probably why it seems like the Chargers to me have a big upside, but they tend to let teams hang around and they scare me. And it's like, what is going on? And then when it comes to the Broncos, 
You just don't know. You talk about inconsistency. Like, which version of the Broncos are we going to get here? Um, the one that, you know, destroyed the Cowboys or the one that got destroyed by the Eagles? So I don't know what I, I lean Chargers like you. Um, they, they just seem overall like they are the better team. Um, but defensively, they are struggling, so th they could be exploited there. It'll just be interesting to see what version of the Broncos, obviously the Broncos are at home, which version they get. Um, but uh, I like I like the Chargers in this one. Or, gosh, could you put the Broncos in a teaser? You could that, if you feel like this is a closer be. game. Yeah, well, You get up to, what, eight and a half? That's, yeah. that's a good amount of points. I mean, I'm trying to think Denver at home this year um, – they, they, they've been relatively good. I mean, they, they haven't succumbed to the home issues like m most teams run the NFL. They've been pretty good at home. They did lose their last game at home to the Eagles by a decent amount of points. But that that was probably their outlier. Um, they lost to Baltimore at home. They beat the Jets at home. Um, they beat Washington at home. So they've been, I, I'd say, relatively good at home this year. But division game, Denver is off a bye, which which does help them. Meanwhile, the Chargers just played mm -hmm. Sunday night and you know, close back and forth game. I, I guess I just look at it like this. I think it's a high-scoring game, and Justin Herbert giving less than a field goal, that feels pretty good to me. It, it, I, I watched Justin Herbert play against the Eagles. It was a back-and-forth game. He got the ball last. Mm -hmm. He scored. His team covered. His team won. I think this is similar. If it stays under a field goal, uh, I like the Chargers here to cover this number in Denver against the Broncos. Aaron, AFC North here, a pair of big games. This is like, this is one of those weeks where the AFC North is going to get all shaken up. Like, I think by the end of Sunday, if if it goes a certain way, it could be over. Or we could start saying the Ravens are just going to, they got this. And if we get upsets or things go the other way, this thing could be wide open by Monday morning. Let's start with the Steelers at the Bengals. This game is interesting because... The Bengals last week win on the road, good win. Steelers lose, but they were missing all so many of their guys last week. I mean, Ben just came back from COVID. They didn't have Watt. They didn't have Fitzpatrick. And they did have that crazy comeback late in that game against, you know, against the Chargers. I never rule out Mike Tomlin as a dog. I do like the Bengals, though. Bengals already beat him once. I just I just think the Bengals match up well with the Steelers team. I I, I would lean the Bengals and swallow the four points. Yeah, I think the rematch of this game it might be a little bit closer. You know, they always say it's hard to beat the same team twice in a it season, is. right? So a part of me wants to go Steelers um, plus the points here. They're getting four. It was four and a half earlier this week. It's down to four now, so it's moving back towards the Steelers a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Steelers on the road at the Bengals. I don't think that's going to be an issue in terms of having any type of advantage there. Um, I don't know. Something just tells me that the Steelers might win this one because the Bengals beat them 24 to 10 earlier this season. And I think, you know, it's an important win for them in the division. Um, they need this game. Yeah, I just I find the line interesting because so last week and I know there was in injuries and, and COVID situation with the Steelers. I I I would rank the Bengals and Chargers similarly. I don't think those two teams are much different. I would give a slight edge to the Chargers, but I think those teams are similar. And last week it was I believe a six or six and a half point number. The Steelers were underdogs by that much, and now it's four here. That that's odd to me, considering I, I think these those two teams are, are kind of similar. 
I like the Bengals. And they, they I, haven't beaten the Steelers in a long time. Uh, you know, twice I, in a season in a long time. Yeah, the Bengals have also failed to cover their last three home games. So, I don't know. This if could I'm going to take... Close. It could. If I'm going to take the Bengals seriously as a playoff contender and team that could catch the Ravens, they got to they got to take care of business against the Steelers. They got to like knock mm-hmm. them out because the Steelers just keep hanging around. It's every time I want to say they're done, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're just they're there. So all right, so you lean Steelers. Yeah, they're like the Bengals? pesky little brother just poking you. They yep. just won't go away. Can you just leave <laughs> us alone, Steelers? Yes. Ben we just want to just... win the division. Just go away, please. <laughs> yes, the total on that game is 45, so um, more towards the lower end. All right, let's go to Sunday night football, Aaron. The Browns at the Ravens. I think earlier this week when you and I discussed it, we both thought the line felt fishy. Ever just This just feels something's off about this. It remains that way. And actually, it's moving back towards the Browns. It is now the Ravens only wow. three and a half point favorites over the Cleveland Browns. Total of 47 here. I mean, there's nothing about the way Baker Mayfield has played this year that tells you the Browns at Baker should go into Baltimore and really be in this game in the fourth quarter. Baker has been he's just been bad and he's banged up. But yet here's the number division game. They play each other now. This is twice. They're going to play twice in a three-week span. I think for the Browns, it's it's Ravens by Ravens, which is just – I've never seen that before. What's the total? 47. Yep. I think I kind of like the under here. I mean, both teams liked – this is probably going to be another close game, another division game. Um could come down to a field goal like the last game we were talking about that might be a close one as well. Um, it just seems like they both grind out wins. I do think the, the Ravens are the better team, but they're another team that lets other teams hang around and makes things much closer than they need to. How many games has Lamar been playing from behind and, and then they come back and win? I could see a situation where this is back and forth. You don't know which way it's going to go when it comes down to a field goal. This feels like an under game, uh, and the total did go up to 47. Yeah, and and look, AFC North games late in the season, they tend to be those kind of under games where it's like physical, and you know the you know the Browns are going to run the football and try to like they're not going to force Baker to throw 50 times. They're going to try to they want this game to move. They want the clock to run. They want a lower scoring game. I just I can't get over the fact that in four of the last five times Baker started the season, they've basically scored two touchdowns or less. They can't score right now. Like Baker Mayfield. He, right now he's so banged up. I, he's just he's not he's not playing. It's just very hard for me to believe he's going to go into Baltimore and put up enough points. Plus, there's really... just drama. He called out the fans for booing him. His wife's getting involved. It's just oh yeah. I don't know. All, for all of that, I want to fade the Browns. Um, but ah, I don't know. This could. I think it's going to be a close one. I mean, it's a tight spread. I, I don't know. I mean, I I hope. The Ravens, you know, run away with this one and just kind of stick it to them and like, yes, we are the best team in the division. Here it is. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is close. And what is what what do we know an update on Lamar? Like what he's. So doing I saw yesterday Lamar Lamar plans to play. He's on track to mm-hmm. play. So whatever his illness is, he he looks good. Minus one fifty five is the Ravens. In, the, in this division, if the Ravens lose, this division is totally up for grabs next week. We, we, the odds will be almost even across the board. We'll get to that. Some college football coming up. We'll go off the board. 
right here on BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.